you guys welcome back to wellness for the hot mess I did a bit of a podcast swap this week and I am so excited for you guys to hear and to meet Kelsey Fish she is a virtual health and wellness coach and a breathwork and meditation facilitator I had the pleasure and the honor of working with her in one of my one-on-one containers for three months and um, I really got to see in real time, this incredible woman's transformation. I got to see her really embody her energy. And I see it every single day when she shows up for her community and her clients. So welcome Kelsey Fish. How are you? Thank you. All these kind words. I'm honored (laughs) to be on this first of all, but I'm really excited. I'm good. Good, good. So I'm so glad to have you here because I feel like I have so many questions. I feel like when you work with someone on a client coach level, like there were so many things I wanted to know, but would have been just irrelevant to what we were working through. (laughs) So now (laughs) that I have you here, tell me just fucking everything. So first and foremost, um, if you guys aren't following her, go follow her because I love the aesthetic of your page. I, your The way you show up on stories is social media goals. Like, I'm like, how does she just have this flow of expression, but on social and it's so inviting. It's like, I'm flipping through a magazine. I love it so much. (laughs) I know I do. I love it so much. And, um, it's just so aesthetically pleasing to my nervous system. And that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about nervous system regulation today. We're going to talk about breath work, embodiment, We're going to talk about Kelsey's weight gain journey, which is, I have so many questions. It's so Mm -hmm. cool. And, and, and it's like pretty powerful and empowering. I'm sure to be on this weight gain journey. Um, but first let's just chat about what makes you, you and, and why are you in this industry? Yeah. So first of all, I thought that just came to me as you were saying that it's like, isn't it so funny that we are our own worst critics? Like mm-hmm. I would never think about that, about my Instagram. Like, I'm like, Ooh, what can I find wrong with this today? It's just, it's so interesting. Um, so a little bit about my background, obviously, like, I mean, these accolades, these titles, like they're awesome. They're cool. They're super rad, but I definitely never started there and actually don't have a background in anything related to health and fitness. Um, My background's (laughs) actually in psychology and neuroscience, but growing up my entire life, I've always been an athlete. And so I've always been that very like goal-driven person. I love to just accomplish things and hop from goal to goal. And I'm very like hard on myself to be driven, Um, And when I actually finished university, I moved back home and I was like, at the time of my life, I was like, okay, I need to figure my shit out. Like, what am I going to do now? Um, I stopped playing sports and kind of fell into this dark hole of what am I doing with my life? Yeah. Fitness has always been like my lifeboat is what I will always say. Like I go back to it when I'm feeling stuck, when I'm in a rut, like I know that movement and my body and my own fitness journey 
is number one. And that's something that's always came just been something that's easy for me. Um, not something I necessarily have to like force myself to work out. So I obviously finished playing sports at the time and I felt super lost. Like that's all I've ever known. And if you're an athlete listening to like, you know, that you get to this point where you finish playing and you're like that this has consumed my entire life. And, and now we're, we're doing nothing. Like you just figure it out. And so at that time in my life, I was trying all of the things out there. Um, I was doing a lot of things with different friends. I was trying online things and I actually came across someone who was doing workouts online. And I said to myself, that will never work for me ever, ever, because Mm -hmm. I need to be in person with people. I need to be with a team. I need to be coached. This is something that's super silly to me and it will never work. I don't have space, don't have time, all that stuff. And so I, again, continued to try things long story short, can never really stick with anything. And I ended up saying, you know what, this is like my rock bottom right now where I need to pour into myself. I need something for me again, to make me feel like me, which was fitness. And so I tried this online workout um, and it was all through Beachbody And I was a part of this accountability group. Um, and it really did remind me of being part of a team again. And I think that was what was so different from like the other things I had tried before is that I was part of a support group that was cheering me on. And I saw other people show up, which inspired me to show up. And at the time, this was just really an outlet in my life. I was going back to school for my post-grad I was working as a behavior therapist and this was just something that was like, okay, I can like get 30 minutes of my me time, which slowly started to become something that I would talk about to other people and share about with other people. And I was like, wait, I could actually like, this could be a little side hustle of mine. Like I could actually inspire other people while sharing my workouts. And it's something I'm doing anyways. So why not? And so I did, I started to share the workouts, um, in the groups. And I started to, I remember I started a private Instagram account because I was so nervous, like hated, hated social media with a, with a passion. I would never post on social media unless I like went on a vacation once a year. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, that slowly started to grow bigger and bigger. And I, more people started to follow me and I was filled with fear and doubt and hesitation, but it just was something that like brought me so much joy. Um, and I actually ended up finishing my post-grad and landing a dream job. And I've always wanted to work in a children's hospital. That was like my goal. I wanted to work with kids and families and be part of research and just like consume all of the good stuff. And then I did that. I did exactly that. I mean, I landed the job. I I followed the path. I did what I needed to do. And there was that feeling of like, oh my gosh, this is what I work so hard for. And Mm. this is it. Like, this is it. And this is what my life's going to look like for the next five, 10 years. And that scared the crap out of me. I remember I would literally have like panic attacks at my desk being like, like there was really nothing wrong with my job. And I don't know why I'm even feeling these ways because people would die for this, but I just knew there was something more in me and coaching at the time in fitness. That was truly like 
my vehicle to something so much more that I didn't even notice at the time. And that little detour in my life was just even like a little glimpse on my heart, just like a little flutter, which now I know those little flutters have meaning. (laughs) Yeah. I was just about to say, little did you know that that was just the information that you needed to make these changes. And you, you took the information and you made the changes, but you didn't know what you were looking for. You didn't know what information you were looking for, because that's a perfect example of your mind said, do this, take these, uh, linear steps. And then the, the sensational like party will burst in your mouth. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's like, you got Mm -hmm. there and you're like, where's the party? You're like, where's the confetti? You're like, where's the like trombones, you know? And I feel like so many people can relate. And that's why your Instagram, I think blew up and is still continuing to grow because you're so relatable. Like just even you standing there mixing your juice in the morning or mixing whatever. I still need to ask you what the hell that is that you're drinking every <laughs> time you drink it. And I'm like, what is she drinking? I need that because I feel like it's going to make me want to go work out because I feel like you drink it. And like that's my free workout. And yeah. then you go work out. And I'm like, okay, I need to ask her about that. But first, thank you so much for sharing because how cool to listen and how inspiring to listen to. If anyone's listening, a lot of people are probably in a state of why am I not happy? Why can I not be happy Mm. for what I have? Right. I, every, you know, every other day I walk out to the water and sometimes I forget to, and I'm just like, you're fucking so selfish. You didn't even go to the water today. Like, why can't you be happy with, with this? Right. But our brain and our minds and our bodies are so complex that sometimes the circuits aren't like firing, connecting how they should be, but what gets them firing and connecting is what you said, following your passion, which was your passion when you were a little girl playing sports. And it's like, duh, like if we could just say, okay, what did I like when I was 10? Yes. Do that at this age and see what you can make out of it. Um, okay. So I want to talk about first your journey in fitness and, or your journey with sports rather, and then how, how you moved it into fitness. And cause I remember when I stopped playing college sports, I was like, what do I want to do? What do I like to do? What will my body receive? Well, like, so what was your exploration into fitness from sports? So it was a lot of trial and error with a yeah. lot of different things. And I think there's nothing wrong with that. Um, I truly do think it's great to try what you, what comes to you. And if it works for you, then it works for you. Um, But it really, ultimately looking back at it now, it did come back to me just simply showing up for like the main foundational things, which was moving my body daily and learning how to properly fuel my body, which yeah. <laughs> Again, athletes growing up, I mean, you eat whatever the heck it is you want. Yeah. You go through school and you're just like, you don't think about that stuff. Right. And so, yeah, it was a lot of trial and error, but ultimately I think the fact that I could inspire someone on this online space while I was also loving these programs I was doing online was incredible. Yeah. 
and you're like, there's something here. Um, I can relate so hard. And Kristen, my co-host, she's partying her little booty off in Miami, but she will love this episode because she also was a former athlete. And, you know, that's why I feel like people love going to different studios. That's why the fitness industry is so popping too. And, and these online groups, yeah. because it feels like a team. It's like, what are you wearing to practice today? Or like, you know, you have your ritual yeah. where you wake up, you drink your juice, you get some sunshine and then you do your workout. Right. Because for so mm-hmm. long, former athletes were always programmed. It was like, wake up, have a banana, drink some water, go to yeah. practice, come back, eat lunch, chill, go to your second practice. And like, it's mm-hmm. in our bodies, it's in our system. And so much of the work that, you know, I do is like trying to help people listen to their body and feel their body and let their yeah. body be the guide and not the mind. So yeah. What are some of the things that you do right now that like helps you connect to the body and get out of the mind? So a big thing, obviously recently has been breath work a thousand mm-hmm. percent. And, um, for those who are obviously aren't familiar, I decided to go through the Academy of breath. Mm-hmm. I think it was, when did I do that? It was August the last, last summer. Yeah. And that was a very, very big thing for me. Um, I know that fitness is a, is my number one, like movement is a great way to get into the body, but really movement, breath work and in sound. I love music. I, I just get me a good playlist and it can range every single day, but really asking myself like what I need for that specific time is game changing. And I think Mm -hmm. I left that piece out in my journey for so long. And it was kind of like, I was trying to fill this puzzle together and I kept looking for the things that were missing. And I was reading the books and I was listening to the podcast and I was doing the work on myself. And when I still felt like I was living in the same patterns and programs, I knew that I was missing something. So it did really come down to breath work playing such a big role and again, moving my body and through sound. Yeah. That's awesome. That's so, so beautiful. Mm. I feel like we have what we have the puzzle pieces that we need. And a lot of times the puzzle isn't coming together because it's like, we're trying to put a piece from a different box into the piece, you know, into this masterpiece that we're trying to create. It's so funny that you said that I was just on a call with my coach and I just, I used a puzzle analogy. Like I was like, I feel like I have all the pieces and it's like this pattern puzzle. That's like, you need to hit like red, green, yellow, blue. And I just like, can't get it, but I have the red, green, yellow, and blue. I just haven't put them in the right place yet. Um, growth. Right. So that's such a great analogy. It's like, when you feel like something isn't clicking, back up look at what you have in front of you what you have on the table because right we all have our breath yeah um and even if you just start with taking a couple breaths it's going to expand your mind so you can really see the bigger picture um what about your weight gain journey so yeah just I I like literally don't even know where to start with this but I love your post about this and when when I see people commenting on your post about this I'm just like wow she's empowering so many people right now so just go ahead and speak on that yes Ooh. okay so my waking journey began a year ago actually to this oh wow around these days last year But the reason that I did come across this weight gain journey, and obviously 
the health and fitness space online. I mean, we are being completely overwhelmed with information in Mm -hmm. my opinion, Mm -hmm. when it comes to, you know, what you should be doing, what you should be looking like, what you should be eating, how you should be doing your workouts. And for years, and especially since being an athlete, I've always been a thin person. Um, I was always that person that people would say like, oh, you could, you're so lucky you get to eat whatever you want. And like, you're not getting, gaining any weight mm. or, you know, it's just all these different little comments that is like, oh, like you're, you're shriveling away to nothing. And it's always been something that actually bothers me Yeah, because it's something that I actually was always in the back of my head. I was like, I I'm self-conscious about this and I'm trying right my best to become the strongest version of myself but it's tough when people look at me and think oh it's just easier for her because of x y and z and so I was actually last year at a wedding dress fitting my very first one and I remember just kind of looking at myself and looking at photos and being like you know what I want to feel my freaking best on my wedding day. And I want to look my strongest on my wedding day. And I'm going to make some changes. Like I mission grow my booty, grow my arms <laughs> yes. and just be that like unfuckable person who yeah. just goes for it. Yeah. So I did, um, what I didn't know for the longest time is that I was actually, I was, I've always been a good eater. I could like whatever I've known what to eat, I would say, but I actually was undernourishing my body Mm. so much. Um, I truly didn't know how much my body actually needed in terms of protein and fats. And around that same time, I actually decided to come off of birth control Mm. just because of the main reason that I felt very numb in my body. I was still having like very up and down mood swings, energy wise. I was always all around low libido, like just all of these different symptoms. And so when I did start making food, like my best friend, my main priority slowly started to increase my intake. I started to notice these huge shifts. Wow. And yeah, so the last year I have been, I think actually last month was the point where I did hit my like, okay, I'm at the weight I want to be at. And so now I'm really just working towards body composition and really just trying to move some, some stuff around totally. to gain strength in the right places and build on the foundations that I have been for the last few years. So cool. And I can tell your confidence is like through the roof, but you know, cause I can imagine it was a bit of a mind fuck. Oh yeah. To start to not fit in your, your old clothes. Um, was, did you ever have the moments where you're like, what am I doing? And then, like you said about Instagram, having everything on there, like what I eat yeah. in a day is, which yeah. I think are the most ridiculous fucking yeah. videos I've ever seen. <laughs> and, um, like, as I get it, but you're a perfect, you're proof Kelsey, like you're proof right here. As you were speaking, I was just like, you are proof that everybody is different. Even Mm -hmm. our insecurities, even our internal struggles are different. You may think that that person over there doesn't struggle with 
their body image or whatever it is, but clearly you were struggling when people were, you know, just opening their mouth to you and mm. they should have not. And like, so it's just a perfect example that like, we're all different. Yeah. We all, you know, we just, our body responds differently to different things. It's simple. Yes. We can, there's not one size fits all. Um, so what was the mind, the mind fuck like as you started to gain weight? Did you ever say, mm-hmm. what am I doing? Did you ever regret what you were doing? And like, how did you cope with that? Because you got to have a really strong mind, I'm assuming. Yes. Yes. So the main things that really did keep me going, and I'll explain the different mindset barriers that I would mm-hmm. hit, but the main things that would keep me going is I would tell the, like the main people in my life, like, here's what I'm doing kind of thing. And like support this kind of thing. Cool. Cool. Um, But secondly, following people on Instagram and social media that really empowered me to keep going. So some weight gain Mm. accounts Love it. and just people that would give me that confidence on the days that I had no confidence. Mm. And so the main barriers that I would really, and I still work through to this day is number one, the clothes not fitting, right? You go through years of having your favorite clothes and feeling like your best and you see photos of your old self and you're like, what is happening right now? Like I have an entirely new wardrobe in my closet. It's so funny. Like I see nothing from the last, from the a year ago wow. plus. Um, so that was a big mind fuck for me to be outgrowing clothes and looking back at photos of myself. And then the other thing was for years, I also based my approval off of the comments of people mm. on things like, wow, your abs, or how did you get your abs? Or mm. you're so toned. Like how, do, how can I get like that? And so for me, like a piece of that was actually validating. And that's scary to look back yeah. on. And well, it's when also I, just so human to look back on. And I love like, thank yeah. you for admitting that. And thank you for opening because we like compliments, right? We like yeah. compliments and they feed our ego. And in a good way, they inspire us in a good way. They inspire us to keep doing what we're doing, right? Whether it's yeah. keep moving our bodies or keep eating the way we're eating or whatever it is. Right. Mm-hmm. But like, thank you for expressing that because it's showing so many that we have to continue to question where we're getting validation from and why we like that validation. Exactly. Yeah. And just that knowing, you know, you would hit those barriers. And then I would also have the moments of like, okay, you know what? I'm losing a lot of my clothes. I'm losing my abs, but look at all these things I'm gaining. Look at the energy that I have now the, that I no longer have those ups and downs and those mm, mood swings and yeah. that irritability and the reactiveness to my relationships. Or I had a regular, I started getting a regular cycle back in my period. Wow. And that was a huge win for me which I think is also very healthy, right? That was something is, I just yeah. didn't think of. Um, and so all of these little things became so empowering to me and just really did, when I look at it, like build my confidence to yeah. keep going to where I am now. Yeah, you look great and you look so strong. And this is the thing too. You're not just like, I'm on this weight gain journey um, and I'm going to eat more food. Like Mm -hmm. you're working out, you're lifting heavier weights. I see the weights that you're lifting. Um, And also (laughs) I feel like 
the mindset with the physical weight gain journey that you've been able to attain is probably so, so powerful. Um, I know you do a lot of mindset coaching as well. So for example, if you had a, had a client that came to you and was like, I really want to start this weight gain journey. I'm like over just being this size because I like when people give me compliments about it because deep down inside, I want to feel stronger. I want to feel my bigness, like quite literally. I think that's such a beautiful way to put it is like, you wanted to be bigger. You wanted to take up more space. Um, what would you say to them? Because I also think also this is coming up. I feel like there are people that could see someone on a weight gain journey that are bigger and they are on a weight loss journey and they could be like offended or they could be like, what the fuck is this chick doing? It's like, it's like offensive that you're putting this on social media. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot, there's a lot of pieces there that stop someone for going for it. What would you say to them? Yeah. And I think the block, I mean, that, that block of that would come up even more for me too, is that people would think it's almost an easy journey, right? Oh, she gets totally. to eat more food. Oh, she mm. gets to buy new clothes. Oh, you know, to an outsider, it would look like it's something simple, but just like any journey that you're on, so many different challenges come up around that. And with that being said, and someone coming to me and saying that, I truly believe that there is such a correlation between our physical vitality and our mental health. And mm-hmm. if we want to address anything in our lives that have to do with that, we have to address both. We can't just skip out on mine or on one because the mind affects the body and the body affects the mind. Yeah. And so I would get down to mastering the day-to-day habits and actions, because again, you can read a book, you can listen to a podcast, you can follow someone inspirational on Instagram, but if you don't change your day-to-day habits and actions, there's going to be a really big disconnect. And I will always say you are what you repeatedly do. And so I would really get down to the nitty gritty with them of, okay, like, what do your habits look like? What do your current, what's your current routine like? And just really listen to where they're at and based on their specific goals and their schedule that they would have, I would work on something from there. Yeah. Beautiful. And I think that just having someone ask you, like, what are your goals What are your day-to-day habits? Like nobody asks you if you're not working with a coach or you don't have, you know, a a accountability group or whatever it is, you're never going to say your daily habits out loud. Like I was just on my call and he, he was asking me some questions that I like, haven't even thought about in a while. And I just was like, Whoa. And what I had said was at the end of the call, I was just like, thank you for holding space for me to like try to figure out what I even was trying to say. Right. It's like, I didn't know what the fuck I was saying, but he was holding the space for me to like allow it to come from my belly up into like my solar plexus up into my heart and out of my mouth. And then hopefully make sense. But also if it doesn't make sense, he was holding space for it to not make sense. Mm -hmm. And I think that's probably how your clients feel is like, ask me about my goals and just be there to let me tell you what's alive. Yeah. And yeah, yeah go for it. No, I was just going to say, and I think there's so much power and also just being okay with having someone else hold that space while you're yeah. guiding someone else. Right. Yeah. Like I believe that you can 70% reach your potential on your own. 
But when it comes to that extra little bit, there is so much power in having someone really guide you in the knowledge you need or inspires you and embodies the things that you also desire in your life. Mm -hmm. And that was me. I mean, a month ago I did, I hit the point where I was like, I I got to where I want to be, but now what do I do? And so now, right. I'm working with a body composition coach and we're working on like my physique and eating more protein and regulating my hormones and my stress. And that's something I never would have gone to work on. Um, but that also creates a ripple effect in my own clients. So Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. just that it is really, is that ripple effect? Yeah. And just the accountability too. I think that Mm -hmm. having someone say, Hey, what are your habits? And then if you sit down and look at your habits and you're like, Oh, maybe I shouldn't go to bed. Uh, midnight every night. Right. But again, when was the last time someone asked you what your habits were? That's not a usual conversation you have just with a friend. Um, and maybe you do. And if you do, that's awesome. Keep them around, but it's good to just (laughs) look at yourself from another perspective and be like, Oh, I could do better. Mm -hmm. Yes. Good. Well, that's a perfect segue into, talking about energetic embodiment and talking about just, I want you guys, and I want the listeners to hear it from your perspective, because a big thing with people that come into my world, it's like, what is energetic embodiment? Mm -hmm. And if I really want to just kind of send them to the moon, I can say, it is what you think it is, right? It is what you know it is, (laughs) you know this, right? And so just from your perspective and your opinion based off of working with me and based off of the energetic embodiment tools that you have now from breathwork and meditation and all of your movement and past expertise, what is energetic embodiment to you? What does it mean to you? So I truly believe that, well, first of all, emotions are just energy in motion. And if you stop down your emotion or allow it to get stuck. That is just continuing to live inside the body. And that could really lead to so many other things. And when breath work did come into my life, I think that was around the same time that I started to ask myself that question. I actually remember, Mm -hmm. I think you asked me one week, it was like my homework to be like, what is embodiment to you, right? What does that mean to you? And I had to really like ask myself because the definition can be what you make it and it could be so different based on every, any single person. Um, but I really believe that it is just, oh, I could go on about, the, I could go on about like different points about this. Well, just what's um, a lot, what's most alive right now in your life. Cause it's going to change. Honestly, it's just coming back to like gut checking myself in where my energy's at mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. holding space for so many clients in my world and the work I get to do, if my energy isn't right, if I'm not embodying the different things that I want to duplicate, then what's the point, right? I'm yeah. just speaking with this big cloudy lens over my, my body mm-hmm. and that's, I'm not connected to my truth. I'm not connected to my intuition and it's really coming back to just me and who I am, but yeah. Beautiful. No, I love that. That's good. It's like connecting to your truth, connecting to what's real. Cause I think a lot of times energetic embodiment, I mean, most of the time, all the time it is 
being real with yourself, mm-hmm. right? It's like, mm-hmm. if you're feeling bound and closed up, it's okay, yeah. but yeah. it's being real with that rather than I think people get farther and farther away from embodiment when they're bound, but they want yeah. to act like they're unbound or yeah. when, you know, we're feeling emotions and sadness over here but we're like we're really excited because like for example our friend just had a baby and how beautiful is that but rather Mm -hmm. than embodying the whole spectrum of the human experience we're choosing one or the other meaning we're numbing one or the other you know like yeah no I was just gonna say that I it's to me it's really dropping into your own essence and that perfect example. And I can take it back to the weight gain journey. It's like, I lived for so long with this lens over my intuition of how I should be looking, how I should be speaking, how I should be showing up, because if Mm. I do this, then I will get this approval. And so when I really took it back to my own essence, my own identity and dropped into my own energetic field, which I have to do every single day, that's when I can really say, you know, what, how can I show up my best in this world in order to serve people based on what I've transformed through? So, yeah, yes. Beautifully said. It's like based off of what is alive in your system at the moment, right? It's like, it's like getting the reassurance from yourself rather than knowing that if you bring it a home on your test, your parents are going to be stoked. And if you bring a D home on your test, you know, they're going to be fucking pissed. And I feel like we connect to those types of situations as adults. And Mm -hmm. it's like, say you, you know, you miss a meeting or you're not getting a great evaluation at work. It, it collapses our whole system. Although, yeah, that's information that maybe you need to focus, or maybe this job isn't for you, or maybe you need some support, whatever there's information in that, Mm -hmm. but rather than keeping the system proud and regulated and looking for the information so that we can take the steps needed to prevail. It's like we collapse and we shut down and we turn on Netflix and we order fucking takeout and we have a beer and we have another beer and we have another beer, right? It's because we had a bad day at work. We're going to contract into this quote unquote bad label. Like, and I, I love what you do because I feel like you're there for your clients to allow them to feel the human experience, but then pull them out of it, snap them out of it when they're in a, in a mode that you see as hurtful. Yes. 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 Uh, so yes. good. So That's I had the pleasure home. of working with Kelsey for three months in my own container. And just quickly before we wrap up, I want you to just kind of explain what your energy was like or what the knowledge of your energy was like before we started working together and just what it's like now because I see a huge shift in your energy in general oh yes (laughs) it's so funny looking back at where I was before versus now too because it's been a journey I will say that so when I before working with Lexi And this was actually around the time where I was working through like coming off the pill and in my weight gain journey, I felt very disconnected with myself. I almost felt like I had this like ice inside of me. And when I started working Mm. with Lexi, it was like this warmth to this ice Mm. that was just like melting everything. 
is the best way I like can picture it. Yeah, that's such it. a good way to put it. And I was completely, I really was just dis- disconnected with my body, disconnected with what it needed and what I wanted because I lived so long with the trying to get approval from other people, or I'm only worth as much as I do or have. And that led me to that place of why do I feel so disconnected with myself? Why do I have these ups and downs with energy? Why am I so affected by the external world and allowing that to just completely shift my state? And so with all of this work that we would do and the different breath work exercises and you really just tailoring what I needed, right? Like mm-hmm. I'd get a message from you like, Hey, how are you feeling today? What, what do you want to focus on? And it would just be like, okay, dumping out exactly how I feel or how I don't even feel because I couldn't even find the words. And yeah, it was like, she sure. brought that warmth to what I needed and what needed to come out, but really taking it to that deeper, deeper level that mm-hmm. I really didn't know uh, that I had. And I think that we really do have like three main communication channels and it's through our emotions, our thoughts and our intuition. But mm. I was strictly living through my thoughts and my emotions yeah. that I was not coming down to connect with my intuition and really getting to the roots and dusting off the dust on the mirror for myself yeah. to really what I desired, what I wanted. And that just became a vehicle for so many other things that I was suppressing for so long. Yeah. You were, I mean, I knew you were gonna move quick. Like I knew it when you reached out and I was like, oh yeah, let's do this. Like we're going to move quick. Um, And when someone (laughs) is so ready and open, and also this is the thing though, is like when someone is already aware of their power, it's just that maybe necessarily you can't put the words together to express that awareness right or to sometimes the words just don't come out how you want them to come out but I knew that you were ready for them to come out I knew you were like I just want to be able to express myself in the way that I know how Um, and you were so ready and so receptive and so open um, and you killed it and you guys if you're looking for a coach or an accountability coach um, breathwork and meditations. I know you offer a few a month and I know yeah. you have a group program that you'll be launching. I mean, I'm sure sometime this year, cause you just rat ran, ran your first round. You yeah. guys check yeah. her out. Like I literally am like, maybe I need to hire you to be my accountability coach because you just have the energy <laughs> of like, Oh shit, I didn't do my shit. Now I'm in trouble. You know what I mean? Um, so you guys it. have to check her out and and explore what she has to offer. Cause she offers a lot of free stuff too online. Yes. Um, anything else, Kelsey, you want to share, or do you have anything coming up that you would like our community to know about? I, so I do have my next new group group program in the works and I'll be releasing some details about that soon. I've actually cool. for the last two months, just been doing some individual breathwork sessions, but listening to what the people want and need. And really ultimately the work that I get to do is just help people work with their belief systems and changing their identity at a nervous system level Mm. through breath work, meditation and movement, which is such an incredible balance of everything in my opinion, but yeah, yeah, it is. It's perfect. 
you never know what's going to come over here. <laughs> totally. I think, and that's just the entrepreneur life. It's like, I don't know, like I have some things in mind, but, um, yeah. if you let your body lead the way, sometimes other things come up and are birthed, which is the which fun is the part other, about this industry. Yeah. The other biggest thing I learned from working with you was all of a sudden I was like, Lexi, I'm launching my one-on-one. You were like, when I was like this week. Yeah. I was and, like, damn. And I did it and I made it happen. And I got my first one-on-one client, my high, uh, the highest ticket paying client. And it was big moves from there. Really? You made such big moves. And why I wanted you to share too, is just because people are going to have different types of transformation. It could be internal. It could be external. It could be financial, right? Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, but you know, my main goal is for people to feel comfortable expressing themselves just the way that they fucking are. And when that expression hits the world, when that vibration hits the world, what you're supposed to receive will come into your field. And that's it. Mm -hmm. And for you, Kelsey, it was confidence. It was clients. It was creativity, but that's because you decided and chose to embody your deepest and fullest and most authentic energetic expression. And that's why things are going to continue to come into your field. So you guys, it's, I'm not just like, Hey, coach flex, talk about how much, you know, how much working with me transformed your, your life and your world. It's like, she was ready to express I just held the space for her to feel safe expressing it. So if you're interested, you know where to find me um, and you know where to find Kelsey. And we'll be definitely doing some collabs at some point this year. We're both getting married and we got a lot going on, but, and that's been a mind fuck for both of us. So maybe we'll (laughs) have to do an episode on just that, but thank you so much for being here. Um, Wait, first really quick, introduce your podcast and then we'll wrap up. What is, what is your podcast and where can they find it? Yeah. So my podcast is all over different platforms like um, Apple music, Spotify. It is called the soul share podcast. And it is really, I mean, kind of related to a lot of what we talked about today. So if you've ever wanted to take a deeper dive into any of the topics that we hit today, I talk about it there. Um, I touch on some business stuff, some confidence work, lots of my morning routine and really just my lifestyle. Awesome. So check out the soul share podcast, check out Kelsey on Instagram. And I can't forget what is your hot mess moment of the week? Ooh, I feel like you might just relate to this. It has been number one, the time of the month and number two, wedding planning, I feel just Mm. consumes my life lately. Yeah. And I hate that I have allowed it to get to that point. However, I have hit some points this week where I'm just crying and I don't know why I'm crying over wedding planning. Um, we had to pick our officiant and I was like, I don't know who to choose this person. I feel bad if I don't choose them. Yeah. Yeah. And my fiance is like, are, are you okay? Yeah. Like, I love this, it. This is not going to be a big deal in five months. Yeah. Okay, cool. So I'll play off that. My hot mess moment of the week is knowing that me and my fiance have to sit down on Sunday and get every fucking thing done that we haven't really looked at. We have about four weeks till the wedding. And I told him, I'm like, let's just make it fun. Let's just go to like an early happy hour and get some wine and bring everything we need to, um, get taken care of. But the hot mess aspect of that is that we've been kind of just like living our lives, not stressing. And now we have a month and I'm like, oh shit, this is kind of stressful. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. And so I'm like, you're going to relate to this perfectly. And I still have more time. 
Perfect. Perfect. Okay. Well, thank you for being here, babe. Um, and I will see you guys on the other side. Bye.